Who's this? Oh, you're an entrepreneur? Oh, you're a real estate investor. Oh, you're trying to learn from those who did it. Well, come into the lab then. Put your white coat on, gloves on, notepad, and let's build y'all. Experimentation, this message is for you if you are a short-term rental host. Pay attention closely because if you recall, we had an individual by the name of Mark Simpson step into our lab and tell us the importance of building a short-term rental business where your clients and future guests are booking with you directly, not solely depending on OTAs such as Airbnb, VRBO, Expedia.com, the list goes on and on. And his reasoning behind it is that you want to leverage these OTAs and not be solely dependent on them so that you can actually build your business that you are in control of. And it's extremely important for you to do this, for you to be in control of your business and grow and scale it properly. Now, I did read the book from beginning to end and the announcement is that he has launched a book called the Book Direct Playbook, which launches this February 2022. You want to make sure you get your hands on this book because I certainly did from beginning to end and I got more than just about OTA. He gave the foundation of true marketing, which is a specialty that he does because he is the founder of Boostly who helped, who has helped numerous hosts over and over build very credible websites that allow the guests to book with you directly. Now, I want to highlight something. It's very important that you understand that Mark is not saying to not use OTAs. He's saying to leverage them to then be in control to build your own business. And he actually gives a very key gold template on how to actually create an incentive for your hosts or your guests, I should say, to stay with you as a host by booking with you directly. There is a strategic way to do this and he does cover this in his book. You want to make sure that you get his book at the link below. You see right here, boostly.co.uk forward slash book. In this book, it will give you the foundations, marketing foundations, a key guide to guide, and at the same time, every chapter has the instructions sections that gives you a guidelines on what the next call to action, what the next step is. You need to refer to it the exact same way you would refer to any book you have in the lab as a practitioner who's going to take action to take control of your short-term rental business. Again, that is boostly.co.uk forward slash book that's boostly.co.uk forward slash book make sure you get your hands on this book you will not be disappointed experiment nation what is going on ruben here your host of the real estate experiment podcast uh this episode is a special one there is no guest it is a reflection and allowed this is the first week we just had into the 2022 year with that said, there's definitely been a lot of the experiments that we've ran back in the 2021 that we want to reflect on. But uh, as we reflect on experiments, I think it's really important that we reflect and revisit the importance of experimenting. As Experiment Nation, you understand how critical it is to um, be um a practitioner. Uh, that's why you listen to this podcast because you're an action taker. So first of all, I want to give you kudos because if you're listening to this, uh, chances are it'd be hard not to take action by just listening to this podcast because we're just very big on drilling. I'm very big on drilling uh, the importance of you having your own experiments in your lab. Uh, so 
prior to me going into 2022, I just want to thank you not only for uh, joining in the journey of, of, of being an experimenter in the lab with me and all the guests that I have. And I hope uh, that this finds you taking action and executing on experiment that resonates the most with you. Uh, the goal in the lab is to bring individuals uh, who are true practitioners who have done experiments and with their experiments comes wins and losses, failures uh, and wins, uh, challenges that hopefully you can learn from and take away so that in your lab, when you implement the strategies that they've used um, in your experiments, that you uh, eliminate, eliminate the mistakes. Uh, I think literally the last episode we had was... Um, um, success leaves, leaves clues. And so, and, but with mistakes, uh, um, lessons are, are, are learned and hopefully the, 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 the lessons um, or the mistakes don't have to be yours and the lessons can be yours. Uh, you can own those. Um, so with that said, if you find this podcast, this show, uh, because it is a show, we, uh, uh, my, my team at investedtalent.com, which is a content uh, repurposing agency that produces our podcast, but not only ours, but also those of multiple real estate thought leaders, uh, we repurpose a, a show so that it exists on multiple platforms. So with that said, I did want to plug away my team who's doing a wonderful job, but as well as if you are watching this show, uh, if you are listening to this show and you found value, please uh, definitely uh, leave us, leave me a review, leave the team, leave myself a review. Um, and I always say my team because this show isn't done by myself. And so I, I got to say, leave us a review, right? And, and even then, uh, leave us a review if you're on, 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 on the podcast app, right? So you can go to iTunes. You can scroll down, I'll scroll all the way down to the show, I'll find the show, uh, leave a five star, drop us a comment. That means a lot, like tremendously, um, because this show is free. So that's the way you can kind of give value back. And then if you find it to be valuable for someone else, like you really resonate with an episode, uh, share it with a friend. Uh, because the way this works is if you share with someone and they resonate with them, you're helping them in their lab. And that's that's social currency. But at the same time, you're also helping us uh, get the show across uh, multiple platforms because that is our goal. Uh, that's my personal goal to get as many practitioners in the space as possible, because there are a lot of you know, folks who unfortunately just take the information and don't do anything with it. And that's what it's not about. And if that's you, um, and you're welcome to listen to the lab, but we want practitioners, right? We want action takers. We want you to get your gloves on, put your wet coat on, and let's build y'all. You guys know how it goes. So with that said, um, 2022, uh, one thing I really resonated on, and I haven't launched this episode, but I had this conversation with a gentleman who's going to come on. Uh, it's very exciting to have him on, but there's two things. You guys know I'm a digital marketer by trade as well as a real estate investor, uh, with a niche in short-term rentals that may change sometime, but now this is the experiment we're doubling down on. Uh, and when I say that might change sometime is the, the scale might, might change, but my direction is very clear. And I think that's very important because I'm no longer in a phase where I'm experimenting too many things. I'm actually doubling down on, on where my focus is. Uh, now that doesn't say that down the road might not do multifamily, might not do all self-storage, but we're going deep. And this is the kind of conversation that um, I want to have today um, when I'm reflecting on what true experimenters do who have had success. It's those who, you know, my, my whole theory is, and I've talked about this with the uh, uh, 
bees i, I don't recall the episode B- business builder bees um mr bees was on here and told us the game uh, about you know going broad and trying a lot of different things and we kind of agreed on that but then you really got to go deep and you really got to double down and i think sometimes we miss the connection that we just go broad all the time or we actually uh, what really resonated with me this week when I was speaking with another gentleman in the lab is we actually don't execute our experiments from beginning to end. So we don't see the, we don't even get to see the result because um, we don't even take it from beginning to end. Now that's the biggest mistake you can do. If there's an experiment that requires 10 steps and you only do six and then you give up, you haven't executed in the lab. In the lab, there's a procedure that you need to follow so that you can come up with a conclusion. And that conclusion can only be met once the data, the right data has been um, retrieved by actually executing the right procedures. So that is a key takeaway, like huge. I'm gonna say that one more time. You cannot have success in your experiments if you do not allow them to see the course of a lifetime of, of, of the steps required to do them. So if it takes 10 steps and you guys know what the steps are because I have practitioners who come in and say what the steps are, right? Not verbatim, but they'll tell you the story and you can kind of extract from that, okay, this is what I need to do next. If you don't do those things, uh, you can't say that you tried and it didn't work i mean you can say it but you also need to understand what happens you know you need to be aware of of why it's not working right the biggest thing you can the worst thing you can do is lie to yourself you can lie to other people but if you lie to yourself that's a fundamental problem that i can't help with and in in anybody can't help with with uh it's uh and so i really want to resonate that because I'm also speaking to myself. There's been many experiments that I've done over time where I've done them, but I didn't finish them. And while that's called experimenting, it's not experimenting to its fullest. So that is actually the key takeaway uh, going into 2022 is, um, well, there's a second part to that. Now that you understand what a true experiment is and how it should be executed from beginning to end, uh, there's actually two, there's, there's, there's three pieces, right? So that's number one, number one piece. The number two piece, which is important, is not seeing that experiment through, right? Um, and, and so, uh, or let me rephrase that. The, the second piece is not allowing the experiments to compound, that we call it an experiment stack, an experiment compound effect. What happens sometimes is it might take steps, you might do steps one through 10, and then ask yourself, well, what was the result? Well, you may not realize that you may need to do steps one through 10, five different times to get the result. And this is where it's interesting because that may change from person to person, right? And so what's tough, I think there's two pieces to that is sometimes, I I think I should take a step back. Because sometimes we look at an experiment from, let's say, step one through 10. And I think what happens sometimes we expect the steps one through 10 to take a certain amount of time. And when they don't, right, we say it doesn't work, but we don't finish it through. Or we fail to realize that steps one through 10 is a compounding effect that needs to happen over and over and over again until you get to your end goal. So sometimes we actually, um, we pick a goal 
but we don't reverse engineer properly the experiment and the procedure. So we're doing procedures from, from beginning to end, and then we're not seeing the result, but we don't realize that it's actually a series and maybe you need to actually break down that experiments into multiple pieces. Now you might wonder, well, how do I know? Well, you know, by actually tapping into books, you know, by tapping into mentors, they've done it. They'll let you know what you need to do. And your job is to do what they say to do, right? Um, that's really it. Uh, I, I'm a big believer in investing in mentors, coaches, which I actually realized this week are very different. A coach doesn't have to do where you're trying to do. That's what I heard this week, which I was a big insight, but a mentor should be in the position that you want to be. Very interesting, right? Because you think of Phil Jackson, right? I hope everybody knows who Michael Jordan is. And if you're on this podcast, Phil Jackson was Michael Jordan's coach. He didn't do what Michael Jordan did. He was a decent player. I don't know how high of a level he played, actually, but he was a very good coach, right? So he didn't himself didn't win seven NBA championship ring, uh, rings. I believe he may have been a champion, and he did play in the league, that's for sure. But he wasn't as great as Michael Jordan. However, he was a great coach to Michael Jordan and Kobe and all those other um, great players that we've seen, like Shaq, et cetera. That really resonated with me because sometimes you're like, okay, I need a coach, but does my coach need to have done what they need to do? Ideally, yes, at a specific level, but they're also great coaches. Now, your mentor should be exactly where you want to be. And maybe this should have been a separate episode, guys. Where did they do that at? That's a really, really important distinction that didn't even occur to me this week uh, until this week. Like, it's just, you know, and this is sometimes why I listen, you listen to these podcasts over and over again, or you have these interviews about maybe similar topics over and over again, because there's so many gems and value that you get. You're like, oh my goodness, I need to hear that like five times. Oh, oh my goodness, I need to do the experiments five times to get it right. That's part of the second part of, of, of what I'm saying today is understand the series of the compound effect required to do an experiment, right? Don't miscalculate what you think it takes to do an experiment. Hear it from the horse's mouth. If it takes 100 calls, 100 appointments, 100 reps, do the 100 reps. And then if it, you still don't get it right, don't give up yet, right? Maybe understand that the compound effect is there if those experiments are done right. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing worse than doing a wrong experiment to expect the right result. And that usually happens when you're trying to do things your way. And I'm a believer of not reinventing the wheel. So I'll just leave it at that. All right. So number three, um, this one, uh, this one's important because it's about, for me, it's like, okay, what experiments are you doing in your lab and are they big enough? And I think that's going to be my theme uh, uh, this year. It's not, I think I know. I'm going to be very intentional on how I speak. I know that this is going to be the conversation in my lab. You can, because I understand that experiments need to be executed from beginning to end. Now, mind you, I had some experiments in 2021 that were not executed from beginning to end. So those need to get done first, right? Once you do those, then it's, hey, can these experiments be bigger? Because it takes me the exact same amount of energy to come into the lab, put on my white coat, put on my gloves, right? And, 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 and get going, right? It's the same amount of effort. So what if I'm actually tackling bigger goals, right? What does the outcome look like on the other end when I finish executing step one through 10? That is the question that I'm actually asking myself this year as I step into the lab. And it's not like bigger is always better or whatever the case might be, but it's, it's, it's just more the theme of even from an efficiency standpoint, from less is more standpoint, what does that look like? Especially less is more because less is more, you're doing the same process, but you're getting greater results. So that's my... Um, my, my, my theme going into 22 is, is efficiency, right? What does that look like? Efficiency and the bigger impact 
what does the how do I make my experiments in a way structured? What procedures in place from proven people can I implement that takes the exact same amount of energy energy that I can implement in my lab to get um, 10x the results? And it doesn't have to be more effort. It doesn't have to be more time, but it has to be a bigger impacted experiment. That is for me, uh, a personal thing that I'm putting in there. Um, and as well, it's, it's the, uh, as I talked about, it's also the compound effect of understanding when you understand that. So one is execute, just to recap, one, execute experiments from beginning to end. That is the only way you can extract great data. Then number two, uh, once you once you've done that, um, understand um, that you know the the experiments uh, may be. You want to make sure that you have the right amount of 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 um, steps required to get to your end goal because you you understand you have to understand um, if your outcome or your end goal. Uh, takes a multiple series of experiments to execute, right? So you need to make sure that where you want to go in, in the amount of experiments it takes is actually makes sense. You get that data from someone, right? Uh, because, you know, I'll give an example. If someone wants to, um, you know, get into, I don't know, multifamily investing and they start making calls for 30 days and they do the execution and they don't get the result, they might think that this experiment does not work, but the data is actually skewed because in reality, it takes a compound effect or series of that execution to get to the end result. So maybe it's meant to take you two years or maybe it's meant to, 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 to a certain amount of steps required um, compounded over time for you to get your end goal. So it's, it's really important that you're in alignment and clear on that so that you don't throw the white towel and, and, and give up before the compound effect actually comes in and kicks in. That's called the moat, the momentum, right? And then number three is once you start executing those experiments, ask yourself the question is, hey, can I be more effective and efficient in the experiments that I'm running? Can they be bigger with the same amount of energy? That's the kind of energy that I'm going into 2022 I hope that this resonated with you too. Ooh, I'm on a roll here, I'm like bars, right? <laughs> uh, but but yeah, that's what I got, and um, that that is that is what I have going into the new year, uh, and, and then um, being in super in alignment with with those experiments so that you stay the course. And and I just want to say, like, it's it's really not easy because the things that are easy to do are also not, not easy to do. So if you ever find yourself like you're having a down day. Uh, know that it's normal. I, I just listened to somebody who was saying everybody has off days, um, but it's, it's definitely how you bounce back. Uh, sometimes you, you don't want to be too hard on yourself, um, you know, and, and um, but you definitely want to be, you know, you definitely want to have high expectations. I mean, that's just how I hold myself, high expectations. But, you know, I like the idea of like you wake up every day and if you're you're working in the right direction, like progress for me is my biggest core value. If you're progressing in the right direction, even if it takes you a little longer than the next person, to me, that's success, right? That's how I define success. Might not be the same for everybody, um, but for me, it's, it's I look at progress. And so maybe last year, if you only got six out of 10 steps done, this year, get eight. 
this year get nine next year get 10 you know like make that progress and then after the 10 make sure those are bigger experiments you're getting better and you might have a setback where you got to jump you know you set back uh and, and all of a sudden the year after you're doing eight out of ten and you get you fall back a little bit and then you bounce back up for me it's kind of like an upward trajectory and during an upward trajectory there will always be dips and hard times and challenges but you're still working on an upward trajectory right deal falls through it's okay great back up upward trajectory and that happens you guys see that in like the, the market right are you on an upward trajectory and in the upward trajectory does it dip absolutely we all have bad days but do you get back up and that's what i'm looking for an investor and that's what i'm looking for in my lab and i hope that's what you're looking for in your lab let's build y'all if you're a real estate professional a real estate agent a real estate investor a lender a multifamily syndicator a contractor you name it and you're looking to grow your online presence but you have no idea how to get started or simply don't have the time at invested talent we help real estate professionals extend their current business to social media why is this important? Without this, you wouldn't be listening to this show and your own host, Ruben Kanya, and his team would not have done deals they've done today. As a matter of fact, social media has helped us keep this show together, which now exceeds a billion dollars worth of real estate from our guests collectively. That's right. Our reputation, opportunities, partnerships, and most importantly, real estate transactions were started directly from social media. If you're a real estate professional and you lack an existence on a media platform, Invested Talent can help. Simply go to investedtalent.com forward slash social media and make sure you click the get in touch button to get in touch with our team. Again, that's investedtalent.com forward slash social media and get in touch with our team. You focus on being the brand and we'll help you build it. Now, if you know anything about the lab, you know that we like to give practical advice. So if you feel that this podcast was of any value to you, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes by going directly to the podcast app. From the show's page, scroll all the way down and leave us a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe by clicking the subscribe button and leave us a comment. Lastly, and most importantly, share this episode with a friend you feel will benefit this episode the most. Remember, there's a you and I in build. Let's build, y'all.